No, what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna look out for myself, and I'm gonna get mine. Say, man, that's the worst attitude I ever heard. Attitude reflect leadership, Captain. It sure does, Jules. It sure does. Welcome into episode 78 of the Me and E Show, season three. We are back up in this thing like we never left. We're off hiatus. We're back and we're in the uh, the two man. We got the OGs in the building Shep Russell, M. Jones, Des Jones, and E. Staples. The other part of the Me and E Show will be joining us later on. And on the pull-up today, NFL Week 1 reactions. Got to talk about the first week. There's a lot to talk about, a lot to just kind of chew on. We also got our picks for Week 2. We're bringing back the picks for the NFL season. Reigning champ, Chef Russell, trying to hold on to the belt. Hopefully this time someone can knock him off because we believe he cheated last year. Um <laughs> <laughs> we got Bears Packers thoughts. And then a finally in our fourth and final segment. What we've been up to since since July. We had a two months over two months hiatus. So we had to kind of catch up with what, what's going on with us. So as always, in the great words of Hawk Harrelson, sit back, relax, and strap it down as you get into the vibe. Episode 78 of the Me and E show with Chef Russ and M. Jones. Brother. What up, what up, my man? What's going on, sir? Man, just doing the doing the thing, man. Just yeah. making it. Yeah, man. This is a it's a weird season of life, but the great thing about which we'll I'm sure we'll talk about as we get into our fourth segment, but it's being um we are in our prime season, like what we look forward to as a show, as a content creators. Um, we're in back into NFL season week one. Um, first and foremost, Shep, I mean, I know we've had, what, two weeks now of college football to hold us over? Yeah. yeah. Which has been crazy. I mean, that's a, that could almost be a podcast in itself, right? Like, yeah, true. My goodness, like Deion Sanders, Colorado. What Deion is doing, the Texas-Alabama game. Bro, the uh, uh, what my man at Michigan State getting in trouble. Again, that alone could be a whole show. <laughs> right? Mel Tucker out here uh tucking, what was that? And, tucking and running out there out here. So to speak. Allegedly. 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 Rumors had it. These streets Ooh. be talking. These streets be talking. I heard. But uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, speaking of which, I want to give a shout out to uh, a, a young man that got a chance uh, to shine on a national stage. Like I, I had to, he uh, was one of Trey's former teammates uh, growing up. Uh, freshman linebacker sensation, number zero for the Texas Longhorns, Anthony Hill Jr., Salute to you, King. You did your dang thing on national TV. Exciting, exciting game for him to be a part of, huh? Yeah, I had a sack. Um, oh, he did. 
Yes, yeah, I didn't catch any of the game. I, I just I just saw a final score. Yeah, or I, I, I didn't even see the score. I just heard. I think he, he actually might have had two sacks. Mm. On a, uh, I know he had at least a ta- uh, tackle, well, at least one tackle for loss, if not two. Um, but yeah, um, freshman linebacker for UT. Uh, I'll send you the clip because I actually recorded it off of uh, YouTube Live. Uh, but yeah, it came up, bent the edge, and uh, against a, 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 a freshman offensive lineman, but that was like, you know, angle 6'2, 220. Um, came off the edge against, you know, and dipped his shoulder and went past him and ran right through their court. I, I was just like, oh, snap. That was, so it was a great, great seeing that young man. Salute to him and his family. Um, like I said, him and Trey were teammates in junior high um, up to their freshman year. So, um, yes, congratulations to him. Uh, much success. I'm looking forward to eager to see his career play out. He's off to a great, great start as a freshman. Um, but, that's not why you're listening in, tuning in live on YouTube. Now, again, the show is upgraded, y'all. We have a lot of things going on. We got the podcast. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube as well, as we'll be giving you this live contact, uh, hopefully week in, week out with the crew, even though it's just the two of us right now. Uh, so, dos, dos amigos. Dos, dos, the two amigos, the two Negroes. It's um, <laughs> as we're live uh, doing our thing. Oh, speaking of, the, speaking of our guy. Yo. Eva God joins in audio-wise. Oh, nope, there's Ooh. a video too. There is the yes. video too. For those who are tuning in live on YouTube and or listening to the podcast, the, the E to my me is with us. Um, a perfect timing as we get to talk about week one reactions. We're going to save the Bears Packers breakdown oh, literally oh. after that. But it's like, oh, have... that's why I got on, man. <laughs> of course, of course, <laughs> of course. I came right? here to start firing, boy. <laughs> <laughs> start some trouble, right? Break up a happy house because this we all saw the same again. We'll talk about it here in a bit. Uh, yeah. but E, glad first of all, glad you can make it. I know you're doing your dad thing. Shout salute to you. Um, real quick, some takeaways from, from that you saw week one overall. You could you can go anywhere. Like we should have all about two or three things that we wanted to kind of touch base on during yeah. this week. So what was some things that you saw during week one that stood out to you and your uh cultured, cultivating NFL eyes what stood out to you sir um well uh one thing that stood out to me i mean obviously stood out to everybody on national television is uh the cowboys defense is ridiculous you know what i'm saying um so they i mean listen it's i know people gonna be like well it's the giants but you 40 ball 40 zero on the road um against a vision opponent like that is yeah. that is that was that's in the playoffs last year defense that was that was some really really stout defense so um looking to see what them boys are doing um you know san francisco as well i mean you know brock purdy six and oh in the in the in the regular season so for all the people that are like well you know he hasn't won it big yet or whatever blah 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 doesn't have done anything in the playoffs well I feel like they would have had a good chance of beating Philly had he played in that in that game last year. Yes. So what I would say is Brock Purdy is for real. Um, you put the right pieces around him. He has the right coach, offensive mind, and Kyle Shanahan. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and uh, an unfortunate situation, of course, is what everybody's been talking about is the Aaron Rodgers situation because that Jets defense is outstanding. But on the flip side of that, Josh Allen um, Brother? extremely <laughs> disappointed in him. Listen, I don't care who's not playing quarterback. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if Patrick Mahomes, whoever. You cannot turn the ball over four times on the road and expect to win NFL ball games. You just can't. Especially on an important drive. Three picks and a fumble. Let me ask you this, because you got a chance to see a lot of this being a Green Bay Packer fan. Yeah. But did Josh Allen give you shades of Jay Cutler? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, What do you mean by almost throwing it to the same guy four times? (laughs) 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 No, yeah, but, that's one. That's you know, one. But real. as far oh, as Whitehead almost had a, uh, he almost had a damn D'Angelo Hall game. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, sadly, <laughs> yeah. I do vividly. Uh, but I mean, listen, there can be questions. I'm saying there can be. There are questions about mm-hmm. Josh Allen. The further he's gotten away, it's, it's funny. We talked that we started this with the Giants. Uh-huh. And we're talking about Buffalo because for they're basically two organizations that are, are loosely tied because of the Brian Dayball thing, right? Brian right. Dayball mm-hmm. worked. Some people might say smoke and mirrors based off of what Daniel Jones did the other night. Right? right. And you saw that since Brian Dayball has left Josh Allen, Josh Allen has his stats have, you know, over the last, particularly the last seven or eight games, it's a it's a decline from what he was doing previously. It's, it's a noticeable decline. So it's just it's just funny how those two organizations are, are are tied, at least from a managerial standpoint and maybe even a talent standpoint, because both of them are on on uneasiness, um, and and not doing what they were doing previously. Shep, what, what what was your thoughts about both those teams, Buffalo and uh, and the Giants? Because I, I think honestly, you know, we look at team. I think both those two teams are two teams that can't that are going to step back from what they but what they were particularly last year. But Buffalo, especially what they've been over the last, I say say two to three years. What do you think about that, Shep? Well, I mean, as far as uh, Dayball and the Giants, um, I really didn't see them taking a step forward this year as well. Like, I didn't, I didn't see that happening, um, especially with the the contracts and and uh, with uh, Saquon, Daniel Jones getting signed first. You know, I mean, it, it's finances and, and stuff, contracts, stuff like that. You know, negotiations. You know, we're not a part of that situation, so we just see what's going on the outside. And I know that could be be distracting, but um, obviously trying to get Saquon back in that building, um, who is the most important player on your team, but you're not going to pay him like that. You know, that's going to be a distraction for the year. Um, you know, so like, does he really try to show up at, at these games if he's out there? You know, I didn't get a, I didn't get any look at this game. At Sunday, I was actually sick. I had my I had my allergies were killing me, so I watched that Bears Packers game. Like, I was I was gonna a, say, I was if you watch the Bears Packers game, that's probably why you got sick. Yeah, like, no, I, <laughs> I had my unless you were a Packer fan, they did me no justice. I'll say that. You know, yeah. um, Maybe but uh, better. 
Yeah, once that game was over, I, I, I think I made it to – yeah, I made it to about 7 o'clock, and I just went on upstairs. Like, the kids were over, and I went upstairs and passed out. So, I didn't get any of the Giants-Dallas game, and I didn't get till the next morning. It, listen, here's here's what I would say, and E, jump in on this question that I have. Um, I'm actually coming to you with this question. And here's, I guess, one of my um, – one of my – my takeaways is that a lot of teams, there are, I know it's week one, and and the the tendency is to overreact after week one, right? Historically, it was, that's <laughs> week one was interesting. But I saw star a lot of teams. A lot of teams have outside of Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, not Pittsburgh. San Francisco, no. not mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. San Francisco. Yeah. No Pittsburgh. Um, Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, who am I missing? Uh, Nobody really. San Francisco, Philly. The Dolphins kind of surprised. The doll they surprised. But there's, but there's some. But every team I felt was you saw some glaring holes already. Like let's talk about. We were talking about. Uh, I think Buffalo's about to implode. Anytime you have mm-hmm. a, a, a a receiver, a, a diva receiver who's unhappy. Generally, those situations historically do not work out for that team. Correct. Right? So mm-hmm. you got that. And then you have, like, the Giants who they've had this thing with, with Saquon not paying him his money. They gave $40 million to Daniel Jones, which, I again, I'm not – we see what, you know, what happens when you overpay for a, what, a subpar to average quarterback. Shout out to Kirk Cousins, who's an MVP at the bank. But you see what happens there. You, you're kind of cap strong. And on top of it, let's not also forget that they have not at all addressed the receiver position outside of Darren Waller, which is more so a tight end. So you're still throwing to no, you know. And do money at, at, at a tight end that may not even play half the season. Shout out to Darren Waller. Um, right? So – I saw. I think I saw a lot of holes on there, and then E. This is where I where uh, I wanted to get your 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 thoughts on it. Do you think? Because there's been a lot of over, especially the last couple of years, but really this year there was a lot of uh, people. I, I don't think teams were prepared. I know, and I can speak. I know for the like for the bear standpoint. I know early on defense is always ahead, but this year more than ever. For teams that are a second year of systems, it looked hella sloppy. It looked oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. that not having that fourth preseason game really showed. Like there was not there was there the sharpness was outside of San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of San Francisco, outside of of Miami. Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia, and I'm going to throw a four team in there to surprise me, which is the team the Bears are playing this week, which is Tampa Bay. Outside of those four teams, I felt a, um, that people weren't weren't ready to play, like particularly on the offensive end. E, what do you what did you concur? What what did you see, or am I or am I totally, you know, overreacting? What do you think? We seen, I mean, we seen in game week one, game one with the Chiefs and the, um, no, the Chiefs and the Lions. I, don't forget the Lions did did did. That was another team. I put them up there with San Francisco. They can't. They continue on what they were doing last, uh, towards the end of last year. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they pretty much picked up where they left off. But, um, you know, a lot of these battles were won in the trenches, uh, especially when you see the sloppy work. So the Lions, I mean, they're outstanding in the trenches. I mean, they're just a physical football team. And if it's Ran a close right game, through them. Yes, I'm saying. I mean, you know, so you could always kind of mask up some of those things when you, when, you know, when you got, when you have great play in the trenches. Um, but on the flip side of that with the, uh, you know, with the with the Chiefs, I mean, Cardarius Tony not being able to take over that spot and make those big plays for Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Um, false starts all over the place. You know, that was all over the league. You know, you see guys jump, trying to jump early, get a quick jump. You know, you're not you're not in midseason form yet. So it did look like a little bit of sloppiness. But again, you still have I mean, teams like my team, you know, what I mean, got plenty of reps and was able to, you know, dominate in the trenches. We had some growing pains here and there on offense. But, uh, you know, but I, I completely agree. I think that there was a lot of that. And um, we'll probably see that, you know, teams don't really catch their identity till like week four or five. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point, you know what I mean? And then at that point, you'll start to see, okay, now who's contender and who's not? You know what I'm saying? Because we went 0-2, or we went 0-1, um, the two years that we went to the Anderson Championship. Yeah, we'll start off all went last year in Minnesota. It's still turning around. Yeah, still turning around and well, came to the end game. Of, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we just – we weren't ready. But, um, but yeah, I completely agree, man. I mean, there was definitely some, you know, some some holes to fill up. But um, I don't know. It's just that offense without Travis Kelsey, <laughs> when I look at the Chiefs, it's just like, Wow. Man. Where are your playmakers? Right, yeah. Yeah, you you, you really see, even though Patrick Mahomes is that dude, you really see who drives that engine. On The two people that they're missing, you see the importance to to Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Without Chris Jones, that that team looks, they're pedestrian. At yeah. best, without that that dude in the middle, that which is a a jumping off point, which we will talk about when we get to the Bears. Because matter of fact, screw it. We go just let's just get let's just rip the so band-aid. you just got to rip off the band aid. Yeah, let's just rip off the band aid because it, it's it's. You know what? I'm going to clear the deck first and foremost, and and I gotta play. You know, if, if this if it gets kicked down from from YouTube, it gets kicked out from YouTube. But go back, go go back, go go back, go. The king of the north, still the kings of the north. I'm going to say king because that. That the actual king is uh, recuperating from a torn uh, Achilles heel. Um, yeah, right. But the kings of the north, there might be a new prince of the north with Jordan Love. I mean, it was some. I heard uh, shout out to Lawrence Holmes. I heard him use this phrase, and it, and it, and it basically was what we've talked about, even as going back as from the off season, that histor is more likely that Jordan Love was going to be good. Then Justin Fields be better, mm-hmm. and right. it played out perfectly for our eyes. National audience, three o'clock game. Um, 
with the Bears Packers again the Packers uh beating the Bears 38 to 20 it wasn't even that close as far as I'm concerned that co- that might as well have been that might as well have been 40 to nothing honestly like that's how it felt six um, you should you give them six no I'm not even giving them that uh anytime you, special you, teams was good let get let them get their no flowers. no it was not <laughs> I mean what the kickers the kickers the punter hey, and hey, the kicker they hey, were good hey. Hey, E, season three, episode one of the, uh, uh, or episode 78, season three of the Me and E show, and the first buzzer goes yeah. to... Chef. Giving up. Listen, as a punt returner, they ask you, and E knows about... He, he knows I didn't about say about punt returner. I know no, no, special teams. A special teams in general. Uh-huh. They, average, they ask, punt return particularly, they ask for 10 yards of clip return. You give them at least a first down, Extra first down. Hey, you did your job. Right. Green Bay's was averaging, I think, close to 20. It was like 18 or something like that. Right. So the Bears, there's no, all three phases of the game, the Bears got humiliated. Um, E, I would like to know from your standpoint, going into this game, and beyond, how, how were you feeling? And then once you saw the results, what what okay? What did you what did you know was going to happen? What were you what was surprised you that didn't happen? And where were you kind of shocked a bit, like of the you know looking on the outside and then kind of reverse engineering this from the Bears fans? Like where were you? The third thing is what were you surprised that the Bears didn't even attempt to do? Um. Well, first of all, I mean, what I really expected going into this game is. I already knew, you know, I, I thought that there would be some growing pains with the offense. And we've seen a few of those, you know. Um, there was a missed wide open, wide open guy down running down the seam or down that hash, which we ended up getting with y'all later on. Mm-hmm. But motherfucker couldn't stay on his feet. Um, you know, just, just things like that. Um, the play calling wasn't – I knew the play calling wasn't going to be – or the play calling just wasn't great at the beginning, doing a lot of outside running. And y'all were, like, on that shit whenever we would run inside, we were getting a little bit more yards of pop. And that's what we need to help young quarterbacks like Jordan Love. So before I get to Jordan Love, I did expect my defense to come out and set the tone. And I've been saying that all off season. I've been saying that this team is going to rise and fall with the defense. You have to be able, because Jordan Love's new vet. We got a whole new young offense. We have the youngest team in the league by average, right? So, there's going to be those growing pains, but the defense, there's a lot of veteran guys. And then there's second year guys and third year guys that they're still young, but they still, they got a lot of playing time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I.e. Quay Walker, Mr. Pick six. You know what I'm saying? But they got a um, pick six. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, now that's what I'm saying. That's why I called him that. Like, you know, Mr. Pick six, Quay Walker. So like, that's what I needed to see. I needed to see my defense, anything. I mean, look, gave up 20 points, but I feel like a couple of those were in garbage time. You know, whatever. Like the game is already out of hand when yeah. y'all scored. Um, you mean, feel so like can, it was garbage time? Yeah, <laughs> garbage time started ten two minutes of the third quarter. And I can live with that. You know, get get you know get Jordan Love extra possessions. You know, um, make him work with the with the short field. You know, things like that. This is what helps your quarterback grow. And running the football, Aaron Jones being a leader, I didn't expect him to go off like that. 
Um, that's what I will say. But Aaron did they Jones say anything really about his? Did did I know? Yeah, they say anything about it's his like hamstring. a day to, It's like a day to day type of thing. So, um, but they say he was feeling fine. It's just for precautionary uh, measures, yeah. they just kept him out of the game. He, he Which had a he had hundred yards in 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 the second half in two possessions. Like right, right. So <laughs> I feel like um, you know, in in that regard, and him helping out his young quarterback with that angle route. Um, but Jordan Love, like, here's another thing I didn't expect. His, his manipulation with his body, with his eyes, moving wide receiver or moving linebackers out the way to free up some space in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Um, for some reason, Eddie Jackson thought that he had that corner out. Romeo oh. Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs broke right in front of him and went ahead and got that rock. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's back one-on-one, right? D, like you, you, you never let the dude, especially in the end zone, cross your face. Right, and he did, and Romeo Dobbs did just that. And speaking of Romeo, that, that pitch and catch with um, with Jordan Love, that last touchdown that he threw, I believe, um, looked like an Aaron Rodgers throw. So we know that he's been learning from – I mean, that's that's perfect ball placement. Nothing mm-hmm. DB could do. You throw a high – you know, throw it high and away, your receiver goes ahead and makes the catch. So, again – I didn't expect 38 points. You know what I mean? I thought it was going to be a closer game, but I think that we have a solid foundation right now. You know what I mean? We're going to have another test with Atlanta. Atlanta played good defense against Carolina not last last week. You know yeah, what I'm saying? We, it's, it's but then again, their quarterback play, you know, I mean, we we sent people out. If we sent people out and we were dialing up blitzes, which is crazy because I'll, last I'll, year we didn't see a whole lot of that. So You won't have to double team pits because obviously I don't think they're throwing it out. <laughs> that, that, that's the thing. Okay, so real quick about the Atlanta-Green Bay game because I, th- I see a lot of – I see a lot of similarities – between the game plan Atlanta, the Bears did right or wrong, which I I definitely think was a wrong game plan. The game plan that the Bears did is exact same kind of handcuff game plan Atlanta runs. Yes, and so I expect I expect another game similar. Now here's where it's different. I think up front Atlanta's front four or five up front with um, Grady Jackson um, and, 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 and some other, other, uh, other players, I think it's better than what the bears currently have. But I, I think, I think I would not be surprised to see another 30 burger, almost close to 40 burger on a team. I, this weekend. I honestly think love will have a decent year this year. Yeah. I mean, because you look like, you know, I've talked to E on multiple occasions outside of, you know, the show and stuff. And, I, you know, reading on Twitter and, and all of uh, Bears fans that, you know, when Rogers left, how they were like, oh, it's it's the, the doom of, of, of Green Bay. And I'm like, bro, they still got that defense. Defense, yeah. you know, if, if they get disciplined, they, they're in the playoffs last year. Like, it, well, it, no, here's here's what love has been sitting for three years. I know the kids been learning, you know, right. so I, I, and there's an argument, Shep, that you can make. There's an argument that you can make that if you put in Jordan Love earlier or toward the end of last year, some of those games that Aaron couldn't, that Aaron was boo boo in, Jordan might have put because you saw what he did. Was it the Philly game? Yeah. The, we all lost by seven. Right. And that was after 
that's when he came in. So when I saw yeah. that, and I was like, uh-oh. That was my first alarm bell. I was like, oh. And I was like, well, then I was thinking about track record. I was like, okay, well, they have gone from, and they, again, I know people like to say, oh, the last 30, no, last 30 years, they went from Favre to, you know, to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I was like, let's not, don't sleep on Don Mikowski. Like, he, yeah. Don Mikowski yeah. was not no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Had, he, he stuck, he, he knew he kind of stuck some, some. Yeah. Some, to, to some, yeah. like, so. Some reason they just that the the, it, the franchise quarterback is Green Bay basically, and like, there's a great chance that Love is a franchise quarterback type a, player. A better chance than not. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I would like put more money at, on that than anything else. Yeah. yeah, people are looking at Jordan Love, and you know, like I was hearing these sportscasters talking about, yeah, he's not a special player. I don't see anything special out of him. But, you know, he did all right. And I'm like, hey, listen, bro, I don't know what you're watching, but the kid looks pretty good at this point. You know what I mean? Going into a hostile environment in, in Chicago. Oh. And, you that, know what I'm saying? That that crowd, that crowd was ele- – I felt it through the TV. Oh, they was ready for a new. They was ready for a new mm-hmm. regime. Yeah, like, they, they was yeah. like, oh yeah, we about to whoop some Packer. Ass. I mean, listen, bro, I, I, I was worried. I was up and down about this game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I thought that y'all would send a bunch of people at Jordan Love, fluster him, and things like that. But he stayed calm, even when he fumbled that football. Threw a goddamn forty yard pass down the field after he did that. And then it's, that should have walked was, into the end zone, was, rumbling. Was, that was a typical was, bear packer. Yep. Aaron yep. Rodgers, yep. something yep. weird just going their way. Yep. Yep. Exactly. exactly. Luke Musgrave, 6'6 six, six and clumsy. He should have had two touchdowns. Yep. Because honestly, that was, I think we were just kind of coming back into it at that point. And defense, like, held him, got him down to, they had, they had a penalty, pushed him back, and then it was third down. And it's like, if we get off the field, we might have something going on here. And then that play happens. It was like, no, no, wow, what the hell was that? It was 24. That? Yeah, it was 24 to 14. Y'all had just scored that previous possession. Yeah. He, he, I did a two-point conversion. Successful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, E. I didn't mean to cut you off, no. but let me ask you this. Was there anything offensively that you were surprised at the Bears? Like I said, I'm reverse engineering this before I let Chef and I. We're going to touch a little bit on it because uh, surprise, uh, we're going to do a special – Bear podcast or Chicago podcast this weekend, but we're really going to talk about the Bears, the White Sox, and the Cubs at this point because it was like the main three. Um, right. But we're, but uh, so we'll get into a little bit more into the weeds on certain things. But we will address certain things about the the Bears Packers thing from, um, you know, from what we saw. But we're going to go into a lot more detail over this weekend. Uh, but there is there anything that you were like. Why, like, you just like, they, you know, this is why we're the Packers and they're the Bears. Like, what, from the offensive standpoint that you were surprised that the Bears were trying to do? I don't know what the hell you're trying to do with Justin Fields from a play calling perspective. Um, y'all hit on some, y'all, you know, y'all hit uh, your running backs and stuff. Also, and even I think a tight end had a, had a screen pass, got y'all some yards, but other than that, nothing really down the field that was very threatening, which is why Quay Walker was able to just kind of just chill back, you know what I'm saying, and then come over and pick that off. 
you know, we were able to play coverage on the back end, but really not being able to, you know, get DJ Moore involved a lot more. I don't know what the hell Chase Claypool was doing out there. Man, uh, listen, let you me know what I'm e, saying. If, it looked like he quit. E, if you're Matt Eberflus right now, can you, is, is is are you are is Chase Claypool bench this game? Yeah, you quit on me. I think I, I don't know. I personally, to me, it looked like he quit. The body language on the sideline and everything like that, and we've seen this in Pittsburgh a couple times. You know what I'm saying? We've seen this in Pittsburgh a couple times with Chase Claypool, and Chase Claypool's your boy, former Fighting Irish. Yeah, you know what I, I'm saying? I, but listen, you know, it, it is what it is. Yep. We in the pros now. There's certain what you have to be that number two guy. You were brought in like DJ Moore is brought in to be the number one. You're supposed to be number two. You're supposed contract to be that, that year number two. Contract yeah, year, so, you gave up. You had the pressure of giving up basically a first round pick for this dude. Yeah. Essentially, a late second, which turned into be a first round because of the forfeit, the forfeit of a draft pick, and you do that. Yeah. No effort. So I'm. I'm upset if I'm a Bears fan or if I'm in that locker, if I'm a player, if I'm anybody in that organization, I'm upset with Chase Claypool, man. You know what I'm saying? I, but, I think yeah, I think it sends a – if he plays Sunday, I think it sends a bad message. And I think this is this is, is going to be an indictment against – and like I said, I, I'm going to save my stuff because I want to make sure you and, and Shep cook. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get your perspective on it because – Chase, yeah, Chase Claypool. Remember, remember back in the day, probably right up. I'm sure you've heard this a lot. Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane, right? Yep, that's Chase Claypool. Yeah, like you didn't hear his name at all, really. (laughs) The the best thing he did, the best thing he did was a was a flop that got that drew a, a flag. That was it. I mean, come on, bro. That don't even have nothing to do with a football. Exactly <laughs> in your in your hands, so it's but yeah, man, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the offense, I don't know what it is with the play calling. Could it be because Ibrahimovic is a defensive minded guy? Well, it's your boy, you know, it's your boy Luke Getzey. It's your boy Luke Getzey calling the plays, and I think yeah. I honestly think he was another person who got promoted a far because it's his first time calling plays, right? Last year, I think this is another dude that got. He's he's got over promoted because he is his proximity to Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Like, don't want to hack it. <laughs> I, I I I I think that's like I think that's that's it. You know, yeah, I mean, but that's that's how the league is. That's how. No, that's... I, I I I'm not. I mean, yeah. Shout out to Matt Nagy. Uh, <laughs> I, but uh, uh, who actually called plays Thursday? <laughs> And when we're seeing the same, listen, listen, that, that's also one of my takeaways too. So I was like, I'm looking at the, I'm like, why are they running these whack plays? And then immediately the, the, the camera cuts and it's, it's Nagy doing this whole, <laughs> looking, looking at his Denny menu, right? Uh, card thing, like laminated card. I was like, oh, and I just couldn't help but laugh. But then we're basically doing this. It, I feel like we're doing the same thing. Um, Shep, let me get to you real quick. So I, I want to get your bare thoughts before uh, we get into our picks and then um, and, and stuff like that. But uh, um, and I know he, he'll be back. And and I did get an update. Uh, Des won't be with us. He's under the weather, so it's just going to be the the two or the three man weave ish 
for the rest of the <laughs> show. Um, but Shep, and again, I'm I, I want I'm gonna, I'm gonna clear the deck for you so you can you can um, you can cook a little bit with this, but. What were your What are your thoughts about the game? Looking at after seeing it, watching it, having some time to reflect on it. I know we, me, and you consume a lot of. I know you looked at JT O'Sullivan or JT Sullivan's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to check out Tim Jenkins. I just heard the pot. Uh, I started to. I started to click on. It. I was like, I can't. Like, I didn't get the, all of JT Sullivan. And I saw JT, I saw Jenkins, and I was like, "Ooh, I, like, I gotta, I gotta find some time to listen to both to to do both so of them." Maybe we'll save that. We'll tease this. Mm-hmm. This is a mm-hmm. tease. We'll save that for this weekend because I want us both to to look at it because I feel like just from what I just from what I've gathered, JT Sullivan was a little bit more critical of Justin. Mm-hmm. Tim was critical of Getty, but also said that Justin missed, and I think that's something that both me, you, and also uh, shout out to Trey, both of us agree that Justin missed plays. Mm-hmm. He missed some throws, there were some opportunities to step, like he, and he even admitted, he just came out I think today and said that he played too conservative, like he he was too conservative with the, and he wants to be a little bit more aggressive, stretch the field, because again, when he had time, he was able to, he was able to hit, you know, uh, hit those throws, but I don't want to all focus on. We can we can diagnose Justin this weekend. Mm-hmm. I want just big picture the things you saw about the game, the things that you you're looking at this organization. Like what for for you for Sunday? What was it? And, and where we're at right now? What what are your thoughts like for the Bears? What um, and do you think that this is? trending in the right direction like what what, what is your <laughs> well, what is your thoughts i and i know that's i think we all both are, we're we're all the funny thing about this is when we talk about the bears whether it be me you me you trey uh zach or even brian when he chimes in i think we all see the same thing it's just i think different things just catch our our our, our they get into our crawl like things that bug us oh right? yeah yeah but it's like we're all saying over, overall, like, almost like there's a consensus. But you know, the, it, you know, it might swing a little bit here. You know, this might be more gets or the coaching staff, or this might be a little bit more Justin, or this might be on polls, mm-hmm. or this just might be you know whatever. But just, just I just want, I'm just curious. What are your thoughts on the game? What are some of the uh, your uh, just your your takeaways? I guess, and 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 how are you feeling going into this week? So it, the way I look at it, I, when I go into week one, week one games, and I kind of hate le- leading the season off against the Packers. We've done it uh, quite a few times over the two past out of few, last Two out of the last five years. Yeah, it seems like and it should have been like three or something. Shoot. Both of them. Oh, no. No, it's no, three. No, three. It's more it's three. It's three because it was – the game a, in Green Bay with the, the Khalil match coming out game. Yep. The following year on the hundredth anniversary, was it a seven to three game or something. No, it was ten to ten to. Was it ten six? Ten three or yeah. we didn't so, score a touchdown. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the two hundred level of Mitch Trubisky and Mitch looked like that was horrible. And then this That's year, right. yeah, you know, and I, it just it's because we live we go through the whole off season at way like. NFL in itself is such a popular thing that you just live going through the offseason and all their events, drafts, 
free agent signings, just spring training. Like it's this incredible buildup of your team and you're just waiting for the NFL to start. You get so excited that you, you now we're, we're breaking down uh, preseason games, you know, and it's just like this whole buildup. And then the first game comes and, you know, and it's like, this is what we get, you know, but you know, like the first game is not going to be that. It's not going to really show too much because they only have three preseason games and they only have so many practices they could do and out of, and so many practices they can do in a day, you know, so it's going to be sloppy. We all know this, but we get to this game and it's just like this overreaction of just what's going on, you know, and I, the reaction I had, the one thing that I was looking for was that buildup that as fans we all have, I've been hearing the players having the same buildup as well. You know, especially talking about, you know, how they're going to, you know, go in and, and not let Green Bay do anything. I'm so glad you're talking about this. Keep and going. then and then get game time. And it's like they do show energy when Justin got hit on the side that he wouldn't even like barely going out of bounds. And that gets a big rumble. And you're like, oh, my good. All right. Here we go. There's the energy we're looking for. And it was just eh, conservative plays. You know, defense, you know, Eddie Jackson doing what he did two years ago, you know, and it's just. I'm going to give, I'm going to give Bojack a a little bit of a pass because we got to remember he's coming off. I'm still, I'm still surprised he's at this position to play after the the Liz Frank injury he had. True, true. Yeah. I, so I'm, again, I'm not excusing it. I'm just going to say, I knew early on, I figured early on in the season, he's going to be a beat behind because he's coming, working his way back through injury. And honestly, sure. the bears don't have anyone else that's going to come in. Like I would say this, if uh, Deandre Carson Houston was still on the bears, I think I would have maybe rotated him, you know, do a little bit more rotating here. And that goes to my, one of my points. I don't, how do you feel about, the Bears overall, the organizational depth of the team. We're in year two of Ryan Poles. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the depth? Because I think I, I think, think I still think it's a work in progress. It is, to be fair, because again, this is year again. One one we talked about the, like you said, we mentioned this is there's the overreaction. We don't want to over tech, don't want to overreact too much. But when it comes to Green Bay, it always has an extra weight on it. When it comes to expectation, again, I'm and that's why I hated being the first game. I, and I'm with, I'm a hundred percent with you because so frustration like, mounts when expectations aren't met. Right? That's mm-hmm. sports. That's with your job. That's with your relationship. You know what? Frustration mounts when expectations aren't being met. Now, having said that, I'm gonna, let me give you this list. <clears throat> Let me give you this list. And this is why for me, this is go, this goes beyond just the coaching. Cause we can talk about the coaching. I agree with you on a conservative play calling. Um, almost, um, before I give you this, this on list, both sides of the ball, right? Oh my, that week. I, okay. Let's talk about the defense first. <laughs> Let me talk about the, the so talk about defense Do your first. list. Do your list. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to the list. I'm gonna come to the list. But let me let me let's talk about the defensive first because that's that's 
it segues nicely into the offense. The, the person to me who was on display mostly was not on the sidelines for this weekend. It was Ryan Poles. And I say that because Shep, you were football. You, you, you've been in football. I've been around football. I know we know enough. We lived, we lived in Chicago. We followed the bears our entire life. We know what a, particularly a Tampa two Tampa two defense is supposed to look like, right? We had one of the, we didn't have, we didn't have, it wasn't the Buccaneers level, but we had a dang good one with Tommy Harris, Tank Johnson, Alawale Goulier, uh, Alex Brown. Then we got Julius Pepper. Like we, we know what the front four is supposed to look, Henry Melton, right? What does the, the Tampa two defense need to like, what's the engine of that? The key cogs of that, of that, of that defense. Yeah. You're through sack, of course. And in two years, two years, do you think, do we have a, a three technique that's worth a damn? Well, when we came out, when we came off of the draft, we I'm knew, not- we knew we were going to be, our three tech was going to be a, a development. Okay. And, 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 and I'm not, I'm not talking, honestly, and here's the thing. And I know what you're about to say. Cause you want to say, uh, Dexter, who, uh, 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 he's learning. He's not even really the three tech. He's a one technique, right? Mm-hmm. I, the idea is for him and Pickens to be your one tech and Pickens to be your three tech. And mm-hmm. honestly, I do. I know Dexter is still getting used to because he, he was playing in a totally different gap. He was in a read and react defense in Florida. Cause he gets, he gets way too tall. Yep. He's not, his pads are not low enough when he's coming out of his, he gets way too tall. And that's, and that's, but his athleticism with him being six, six right. He, he, his, his talent overcomes it where Zach Pickens, I think here's my thing. I would rather, if this is the way you want to go, I would rather I could live. I won't say live. I could understand some of the gashes. If those two were playing majority of the snaps, right? But for the fact of the matter that Justin Jones <laughs> and Billings and when they when reporters were pressing Alvin Williams about their three tech, we got our three tech, we got Justin Jones. Justin Jones did something that has never been done in NF in NFL history for those teams that are running a cover a Tampa two. In a Tampa two defense in the history of the NFL. There has never been a three technique that did not record a single set. Not, not a pressure, not an assisted tackle, not a, um, not a, uh, a batted pass from a starter. Zero stats. Zero stats. And that's the dude. That's the key to the engine. That goes back to poles. You can't expect me to run my defense. You don't give me what I want. I'm not. And, and like, I know a lot of people were, Oh, you know, cause it was really, 
it's easy for people to look at the Bears and be like, oh, you get, you know, especially when we see what Jalen Carter did when he got more pressures. He did what it, he did something that no other rookie did in his first game with eight pressures, two uh, was it two sacks and a uh, two uh, tackle or uh, two tackles for loss and a bad down pass. Like his stat line, but what he did, he got more pressures than the Bears' whole entire defense did for entire, and he did that by himself versus the whole defense. I'm not even looking at that because again, I think we all talked about that at draft time. I was okay. I wasn't going to try to ever compare uh, Darnell Wright because honestly, mm-hmm. out of everyone on the offensive side, which I'm going, I'm about to pivot to here in just a second, everyone on the offensive side of the of the Bears' offensive line were trash. Darnell Wright for a rookie against a elite defense, top five defense, he graded out as a 74 on pro football focus. Not bad for a rookie, right? We know there's going to be ups and downs, but he played, he wasn't the problem. I guess it's a better way to probably say it, right? But let me give you this offensive, uh, let me give you this offensive, again, polls, right? Mm-hmm. So it's to be, we bottom out. We're supposed to be adding on talent. They traded away talent. They, they traded away Roquan, got rid of all, you know. But this is this is the offensive players. Key like key offensive players that Poles has brought that he either drafted or brought in in the first two years, right? Outside of Travis Scott and Roshan Johnson. Separating those two. Travis Ebner, not even on the Bears practice squad. Dallas Jones, your first offensive player you picked in the third round of the draft last year, inactive. Nate Davis, we talked about how poor the offensive line played. Do you know what his pro football focus rating was? I don't even want to guess. Just, just take a wild guess of what it was. It's probably like a 31. I'm going I'm to hit you with the uh, Mike Singletary. Lower. Oh, Jesus. Let me to tell you. Uh, I actually I don't even want to know because I'm gonna I, tell you. I, I knew he wasn't gonna be anything right now. You, you know what he was? Mm. A seven. <laughs> I've never heard of a, a starting offensive lineman getting a, a it, that low. To, like you said, twenties and thirties. Yeah, a seven. And you gave that man twenty million dollars or thirty million dollars. We've already talked about Chase Claypool, Lucas Patrick. Lucas Patrick, again, we I sh- we should learn from E because E was telling us that he was like, <laughs> good luck with that. I remember the moment we signed. I was like, oh, we got Lucas Patrick. He's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. All right, you, you want to be excited about that? That's uh, okay. So I'm questioning his eye for talent. Now I will give. I will give, to be fair, Ryan Poles has built a good back in theory. I'm using my air quotes here for people that can see me on YouTube. In theory, he's built a a good back seven or back five. Jaquan Brisker is probably a hit. Kyler Gordon was having a good game. The game changed defensively once he got hurt, right? Uh, Tyreek Stevenson, I think once he gets outside of uh, being uh, to, to redirect some of that that swagger just a little bit. I'm not mm-hmm. saying cool it off, just kind of redirect it a little bit. 
Um, I think he's going to be a good pick. And, and I also like the pick of Dur- Terrell Simmons, uh, Terrell Smith. Yep. Um, and I, I like the linebacker sign, but for the fact of the matter is you still don't have the key thing. And so these run those, those five people that I've named specifically, because you have nothing up front, nothing up front on the defense side. Yeah. That, that Nate Davis one, that's just, that, that it kind of bothers me. And, and it's not, not I don't want to, I'm not going to pin it on, on polls just yet. I need it to play out a little bit longer for that. But just the fact that why we knew there was a problem when Nate Davis wasn't reporting to camp and there was no information coming out. And to find out that the reason he was not at camp was because of a disagreement with the expectations of not lo- of no loaves out there in the field. Not to mention, not to mention, let me even add on to that. You get, you ask reporters in Tennessee. I just heard that on Cap and J Hood today, and on Cap, on the sh- on the on their shorts. Shout out to the legend Dave Kaplan and the the Godfather of 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 sports radio in Chicago, Jonathan Hood. But they were mentioning how the fact. Oh, actually, I don't know if it was him or Albert Breer. It was on their show. It was mentioning the fact that. Mike Vrabel had issues with his practice habits back then when he was in Tennessee and he, with him not practicing up, like practicing up to something. And then you go and give this guy money, right? And now you're having problems again in a, in a crucial year. Cause you need to see what you have in Justin and you can't give him, and you know, you need to protect him. Yet you go out and get that guy. You bring no competition in for your left tackle. Like, I'm not saying that Braxton Jones can't develop, but you can't just hand him over the spot without getting him any competition to, again, raise the bar of what the Bears are. And that's what the the, the weird thing is about this organization because they are all about competition. And you just, like you said, you just said, like, there's no competition on that part of the field. Like, no. okay, so what are we doing the competition-wise with that? You know, uh, what's the other one? The uh, the Getsy play calling of, of all the screenplays and your best blocking receiver is, is inactive. Right. Not to mention, Shep, not to mention, let, let's look at even, let's take it one step further, right? What got us all excited in the preseason? What, what were the two plays that got us excited in the preseason? Screenplays. So you've already shown your hand of what you're going to do, of what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. And you don't say, okay, I know we've shown this to them. I want to hit, and I, that's what they're going to expect. Cause it's all we really know. This is year two, right? I'm going to go against that. And I'm not saying that they might, they didn't dial up some plastic. They just couldn't get to it because either mm-hmm. a, the defense was in Justin's face or B Justin didn't just throw the ball because again, they were right, right, conservative right. play but, calling. But the majority of your plays is what you showed in the preseason. Right. And then you and continue it. And then you continue that coming out of halftime after where people make adjustments and they're ready, you know, like, okay, so but yeah, no, I, I get it. You but, you brought you brought in Mercedes Lewis. Like so again, if you're having problems in a run game, why yeah, don't you eleven? Was he even out there? No, he I I saw him out on a on a either an extra point. I forgot he was, no, he, was on, on he was on the team. He was on he was on there for extra point. 
But you bring out Mercedes Lewis out to out there, I would have went eleven yeah. personnel. I would have gone one running back, two tight end, or twelve personnel. One running back, two tight ends, two receivers, and we're gonna hey, we're gonna we're gonna try to run the ball. If this is if running the ball is so important, that's what I would have did. Or or the other option is, you know, the other option is spread them out. Go four five, go four wide. And let Justin read the one guy coming off the edge. All your receivers are speedy receivers. That's it, because that's what you built. Right. Like, I you know, like they, 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 they do get confusing. And one other thing I want to, uh, as far as the confusing thing is, is so you're bringing this news about Nate Davis about having bad practice happen. Sometimes when you go to sign players, just some information that you don't get, right? Um, teams aren't really going to say, like, oh, well, we released this player because it is or that, you know, for, for, you know, reasons if there's a, a possible trade down the line for that player, whatever. Right. But right. here's the thing for that information to be there, to be vetted as detailed as you were with Andre Carter, getting all his information and, and say, and coming out and saying character matters. Yeah. And that's the information that you missed out on Nate Davis. And, and, when that's yeah, like I don't, we didn't know. Like as fans, we don't, we don't watch Tennessee, right. so we don't right. know information. So when they say we're signing Nate Davis, we're like, hey, there's some help for Justin Fields. We got us a good guard. He's, you know, and then that's what we get. Right, but here, but the same, but here's the same thing with Chase Claypool. Right, it's the same thing. Saint Chase Claypool being does if he doesn't get what he wants, he pouts and he doesn't, he doesn't perform. Yeah, you have to when guys become, and this is, I think I don't know if this was a Green Bay thing, and I know he's back, but I, I don't I, I think this was, um, the old general manager for Green Bay, uh, back in the eighties and nineties, uh, Ron Wolf. I think he was the one that said, I, I don't like to dip into free agency because there's a reason why most people yeah are free that. agents yeah right. Because you have to understand why, ask why, or 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 why is this person not coming back to that team? Right? There's right. a reason why. Now, if the reason why is hey, we're up against the camp, we can't afford it. That's one thing. But if you're willing to, and especially with the organization track track record, Mike Rabel is one of the most respected coaches in the league, right? And so if he's letting this guy, I, don't know, I really, I could, I could find someone else better. That will give me pause if. You look at over the course of the Pittsburgh Steelers, they've had they've known, they've known how to develop receivers for how for over fifteen almost twenty years now, and we move know, on I, from them too, right? And move on from them. So if they're willing to go give to to move on from them, that might want to give you pause. Yeah, instead of you giving I, up I, the Chase Claypool, it's not that I'm giving a pass, but I I could. The only reason I, I kind of like uh, is the fact that the Packers were in on that trade as well. Yeah. So yes, but I don't want to. How do we know that they really were on that trade, where they were just trying to maybe drive up the price? Mm-hmm. They knew they had no reason. They had they had no interest in bringing him in. No, they were. Uh, I they, know they, they, they were looking. They were looking for an upgraded receiver, and Chase Claypool. You know, Here, here's the thing with for the, for chasing people. Uh, we were trying to get him for sure. 
Okay. He was trying to get him. Yeah, <laughs> for him. Okay, well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll amend that thought, but my, my, my bigger point is this to the fact I, I and this goes back to the coaching for the Bears and we'll like I said, I'm gonna end, I'm gonna cap it here because I can go on and on and I don't want to go that long on the Bears because we're gonna have a show on about this weekend, um, but I also think you no know, we talked Shep you you mentioned it and I think he even talked about it briefly the buy language on the sidelines and that's why we opened up with the clip from you know add to reflects leadership when things start when things went bad. You could tell everyone like they had no like the, the buy language across the board from Justin. The, the character was not showing on the sideline. It was it wasn't right, <laughs> and I think that goes because there is no belief in the. I don't think I honestly I don't believe going into this game they believed in the game plan. I don't think they felt they were they weren't prepared and they don't believe in the game plan. And then partly they don't, I don't think they they were they had. You know we talked about like the. The missing pieces with the offensive line, right? With with Nate Davis and all that stuff. But I just don't think that they believe in what we're gonna do a conservative game plan. I think they're like, ah, well, and, and especially Chase is gonna be a type of guy. Well, I'm not getting the ball, and we're getting beat. Why? I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna. I'm it's just it's, it's whatever. Now I'm not saying that's the right edge. I'm not caping up and saying that's what you should do because I think that's 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 horse crap. You have to, especially in the contract year. You grown ass to, man, do your job. Do well, yes, absolutely. One, do your job, but two, you need to be to look at every opportunity to show out on film because the the camera is going to find you no matter what. Always, always. That's the one thing I used to tell Trey. I was like, if you're hustling, if you may, if you miss miss a, um, a tackle, or whatever, you need to be hustling because guess what? Your coach can see you hustling. Guess what? Also, you have your coaches or your coaches is, uh, can also see you not hustle. The if, never, if, if, anything, if anything, when the camera's on, when shooting a movie, what's being done on the other side of that camera? Acting. Act like it, at least. Yeah, yeah. At least play the part. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. like you're looking for money and everything like that. So that's where those, you know, that's why I really like getting into negotiations because, you know, I'm pretty sure like a GM like, well, here, I'm going to show you this, this this footage from the camera I caught from uh, three games in a row. And that's why you're, that's why you got to have your age going. You can't be your own negotiator. Right. right. And like I'm, Roquan, and, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hey, hey, Roquan got that bag. So shout out to him. One thing I want to say again, if you want to look at the blueprint, it's E's team, it's the Green Bay Packers. Because one of the things that E talked about with his team, with it being a defense team, you realize there is eight. I think it's eight or is he eight or nine? Uh, e first round picks on that defense. Two from last year. Eight. We got two, two, three, four, five, six. Did Stokes play? No, Stokes is still out. Yeah, <laughs> our kick returner was playing the other side, and then we have Razul Douglas playing on the inside. He was kind of flip flopping in and out. I think it's eight. I want to say it's eight first round picks starting on defense. We got seven at least. I'm trying to figure out the other ones, but even then, like Eric Stokes didn't play the other day, so he's one of them. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you look at eight, maybe nine starters on defense. Yeah, and like why would you think the Bears had thing a- on defense? Yeah. Yeah. Darnell Savage is the first round draft pick. He got drafted number 26. So, yeah. Way, Clark, 
Wade uh, Clark, Stokes, uh, Jair Gary, Alexander, Gary, Sean Gary, um, Van Ness. Oh no, he's second. Van Ness is second. My fault. Was no, he, man, that's he? he's, he's the first. He's first. first. Yeah, he was our first. He was our first pick. Yeah, he was yeah. our first. Yeah, oh, shit, ran, ran down Justin Fields. Like what? Right. I was like, ah. Oh. Hey, that, <laughs> that play happened. Right. I was I'm like, like well, Rook. That, you know, like, know well. what that reminded me of? Yeah. Do you remember when Julius Peppers caught Michael Vick when Michael was with the Eagles? Like this was like you just like it's still it's still like Vick still had that gear, but you saw. All six, seven, three hundred pounds chase down Michael Vick. You're like, oh, oh. that's what that's what Lucas Vanessa remind me of. I guess like ah, another guy we could probably we were looking at getting. But anywho, yeah. like I said, we'll yeah. we'll talk more about the Bears. I just again, it just to me, it set the expectation for me personally. As good as the Lions are, the road to the NFC North Championship had still goes through. Bay. Did y'all mention that we didn't have Christian Watson? No, we didn't. And I'm glad you didn't because if you <laughs> that game would have been <laughs> uglier than what it just, was. And I, I I'm just, I just I mean, it, you know what I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Watch y'all just <laughs> hit the hit the outro music. I gotta win later in the year. <laughs> All right, real quick, let's um let's do this. Um let's because we need to get Des's picks anyway. Let's not let's not do our picks live this year with this week. We'll just get the picks in the chat. Let's just get to the last segment uh for the show today and then we'll, before we wrap it up. Um we've been off for a minute. We've had a great we've had summer. We've had a lot going on. So let's catch up with with our listeners and our viewers. Uh, what's been going on with the show? Like people are like, hey, are, are y'all broken up? No, this is this is family business. But we just kind of we had you know like I'm sure like everyone this summer was kind of crazy and changing the schedules and um I you know I, it was just for for I know me personally and I know for all of us it was a lot of it was business you know people getting promotions people schedules moving around kids going off to college. Um, it was a, it was a crazy time. So just real quick before we end the show, um, Shep, what, what's been going on since the last time we've, uh, we got a chance to, to kick it on the microphone. Uh, what, how was, how was your summer? What was some highlights? What was some cool things that you got to, to get down with and, or, or even maybe if you want to say cool, what were some challenges that you had to, to overcome? Maybe even go that way too, if you want, but the floor is yours and I'll come to Ian and I'll go mean and we'll wrap it up. Uh, I drive school buses, so I was broke for the summer. So that's how my summer went. <laughs> broke. My. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. We ain't got it. Broke. Bro, broke. Bro, bro. We ain't got it. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay. That, that no, sucks. I, uh, like I said, uh, I think. We did get together once a couple times over the summer, so I did talk about the cruise. Um, uh, had a oh, by the way, by the way, I think next year, cruise. I, I, my wife is his his guy. Remember, I was anti cruise. Mm-hmm. I'm very much pro cruise, so we might need to. Uh, Whoa, what what change? Uh, the fact that she was telling me about all the inclusives, I, I, you know, I'm still. It's just getting me on the boat. 
once you get me on the boat and we talked about the food and the free and the like how because they went the, the twins went for and I, I'm not I'm taking over this but but the twins went on a cruise Jen took the, the twins on a cruise for their 16th birthday mm-hmm. and I forgot where they went did they go to Cozumel probably went to Cozumel and they had a great time and she, my, and she was like oh you would love it and you know free free food galore and free drinks and I was just like. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I told like her. I, I told like, you they had a theater on the one I yeah, went they, on. I saw Spider Man. She told, she told me like she, uh, she either called me, or she took pit. I forgot. Oh no, she Marco polled me. Something I, I forgot what it was, but they were they were watching Black Panther two, mm-hmm. in the background. I could hear. I was like, "Y'all watching Black Panther?" She's like, "Oh yeah, we're, we're yeah. watching." They I got like, the outdoor screen, and like yeah. I said, they I had an like, indoor oh, IMAX man. theater. Uh, so I guy burger left and right. So she she was telling me all about stuff. I was like, I literally felt like, dang. And we were, well, my company there's like a hiring freeze. So our classes have been slower. So I've been doing all. And I was like, I've had all these vacation days. I just burned because I was like, I'm tired of going to the office. I'm just like, like man, I could have just went. Right. I was like, I was like, all right, bet. So I I made her a promise. Shout out to wifey. She's probably, she probably eventually watches, but she, I have it actually out there for the world to know. I said that I would go on a, like we were supposed to go for our possible for our anniversary next year, or maybe even summer. It's not going to be our anniversary because we're probably moving at that point in time. The house finally should be done. <laughs> but, uh, but sometime next summer, um, going on to go on my first cruise. So we will have to talk about that. So all right. I will um, throw you the dates on, on which one we do just in case they coincide the time that you all want to go. Yes, please. Cause that was awesome. the cool thing about them. You can you make your payments now and, and you'd be all so. Okay. So you on a cruise, what else, what else was going on in Shep's world for, for the summer? I did a trip out to Chicago and, uh, and uh, got to see a Cubs game live. I was there for the Shout out uh, to the Cubs. Yeah, I was there for the Cincinnati, the, the Cincinnati bashing. They scored 20, 20 was it 22? Oh, was, that, was that the 20 piece? That was a 20 piece. Yeah, 20. I was there for that one. The six home wow. six or seven home runs they hit. I was I seven. it was it was confusing. I was like yeah. he said it was seven. Yeah, it was it was a lot. I like, I, I they were like Ross he was like, hey y'all, we gotta win this game. And oh. if you look at the black man over there and Oh, I'm right 4. Here. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The speck in the rice. Yeah. yeah. I see him. Yeah, that guy. We gotta show out for him. Oh, he God. came a long time. <laughs> so and not only was was I there, what was the most was real cool was I got to see the DraftKings uh edition that they had there. The oh, sports cool. book. So it was they weren't doing the betting yet. They just opened up uh probably a couple of weeks before we got there. Uh, but uh, the the betting wasn't wasn't going off, but that place is is real nice. They, they... How about, so how being back? Cause, you know, it's been you know we've we've all been away from the shy for man almost two decades now. Uh, yeah, they're they're about right. So going back home is always interesting because we see what's different. And so how was the vibe around Wrigley compared to what you grew up with and what you know like? So like all the all the all the additions and stuff that they've done around there. They've done a, a a great job rebuild, you know, adding on to to that whole place there. <laughs> it's funny because, 
you know, so we got our tickets and, you know, it's the digital. So you got the ticket on the phone. You know, it's my wife, Sophie, she had the stuff. And, you know, so we get to go in and they go to scan. They scan your ticket and then you walk through and they got the it wasn't metal detectors, but it's whatever detectors they have there, you know, and you just walk in and like it was seamless. Like I've, I was looking for. Where they had us go in, I thought it was the wrong spot because there wasn't long lines. So it was confusing to me because it looked too easy. Like, okay, that must be the private section or something like that. No, it was like, it, it wasn't Soldier Field. <laughs> right? Seth, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Seth was like, you, you know what I could probably do? Right? I was like, Man, I could I, probably bring in this gun. Like, I won't go to the Tuck it under my here. belly. Under my belly fat. Right? I was <laughs> and if someone runs up on me, it's going to be chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Man, it's like, man, I hope I don't have to take this pistol out of my body for my blubby fat. <laughs> Wait till they see what's in my belly button. Is but, belly uh, ring? No, that's yeah. not. That's 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 my Colt forty five. But this little guy, you you don't want to know about this little guy. <laughs> Quit shooting that list. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh but no, really, feel was it was, it was great. The uh, you know CTA transportation, awesome. Still, uh, they got their little card now. You know. It, it, Bro, it, it was nice. It was nice to go out that way. And, uh, but yeah, that was, that was a good highlight of, of my summer making it that way and uh, being stuck on uh, on Amtrak for eight hours delay. <laughs> but, ooh, yeah, I, they gave me a credit though. Like, we're sorry. That was, that was a long time. So, but that was my summer. Okay. Nice, nice. Well, that's hearing about your summer. Eve, can you, how was your summer? I know you had a, you had a busy summer. You were, you were Mr. Dad. You were, you were, you, the boys, I love seeing some of the the baseball stuff and the soccer stuff. So, Eve, tell us about your summer. How was that? How was that? Yeah, my summer was, uh, it was decent. I mean, um, and it's just, it's still going with the, you know, with the, uh, baseball and, and soccer. Now, you know, baseball season, we're in fall ball now. Um, soccer, so they're starting, they started their season last week. Basketball is about to start back up for Nasir. Nasir's been itching to get back on the court. Like, uh, a kid can't even sit still at his brother's practices. Like, he just has to be up <laughs> and trying to do something. So, um, you know, so today I took him to the gym and that's where I was earlier for his practice and my, uh, my friends training him. So just, um, you know, he's ready to work, but yeah, pretty much dad mode. Um, she had some, had some issues. If I had to leave out for a little while, stayed with parents. Uh, good thing about that is, um, I watched a lot of baseball. I <laughs> mean, me and Shep watched a lot of baseball together. <laughs> because we were uh we were you know he was just home so like every time the cubs would be on like he'd have that shit on and you know um it's been a while since i watched that much cubs baseball i will say i'm Mm -hmm. ashamed to say but it was cool like i feel like me and shep bonded a lot like you know over like you know watching baseball they were winning so it's fun as hell to watch you know what i mean um i'm watching um 
you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm watching these great players, and, you know, now we're, like, in a position where we can make the playoffs. So it's like at the beginning of the year, it wasn't looking that way. But after the All-Star break, you know, just really been on a tear as far as, like, run scored, offense, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So, you know, definitely, definitely like to see. Uh, Cody Bellinger was definitely a great addition to the team, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, but um, no, nah, I mean, you know, just just really just kind of figuring things out. Finally, have I think I'm in a good stable position now. And, um, you know, right right back to doing dad stuff. I mean, I don't think it's gonna stop because right after right after soccer ends, I'll be in the middle of basketball season, and then you know, um, probably have a break in the winter, and then baseball will be up again. You yeah. Know, so. No, I, now I got now I'm at the age where my kids are all going to be athletes and get involved in stuff. So, and their stuff is at different times. So I'm just going to have to be pretty much pretty pretty stretched thin in the next few years. As as a person, one of them going to make it. <laughs> Somebody going to make it. All of a sudden, he turns into Coach Boone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We will Perfection. be perfect. We will be perfect. <laughs> you drop a ball, I will put my foot in your John Brown hind parts, and then you will run a mile. No, uh, um, no. I, as a as a dad who's, um, wow. Uh, as a dad who is uh, toward the end more than I'm at the beginning, <laughs> you know, it's really pretty much just. Uh, Levi and if Chloe decides to do sports, uh, all of a sudden she got interest in interest in softball, so that was kind of cool. Um, so she's, but we'll see. Um, just with her with her health issues, I don't know if that's going to prevent her or not. But um, again, having a being on the end of it now, right, and and kind of missing it. Like I said, not being this is the first time in over t- ten, almost twelve years where I haven't had a sideline to be on or a game to go to or a practice to go to. Uh, and it really hit me um, probably two weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. Like just knowing, like, oh, there's a football. Trey's got to play. I got to oh, – Trey's not playing anymore. So yeah. it hit me. Like it just – I was like I, – I, and I – so I, I, I say that to say this. Just enjoy – Every last, it's going to be like, dang, you're going to be tired, but it's going to be so worth it when you sit back and, and look on it, um, look at it at the end. So, um, like I said, savor every moment. It's well worth the uh, the sacrifice, the gas mileage, the the running thin, because when it's gone, it's gone, and you, you're going to you're gonna miss it. Like, I, I honestly miss the run, ripping and running and going to practices and, and, and going to games and trekking over God knows where in t- Texas to see, <laughs> see these boys play uh, football. So, yeah, that's what I've really learned from you and Shep. You know, just like it's like really just older, you know, older fathers that I really look up to, and um, just you know how y'all were with with you know your kids. Of course, you know my brother Darius and my sister Lisa. Lisa played basketball. You know, Darius with his football and his baseball, and. Um, I just kind of like, you know, it's, it's kind of weird, but, you know, I kind of like embrace the stress of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, it's fun. Like, I'm a sports dad now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so I'm having these conversations with other team, 
you know, with like other team moms or the, you know, team dads or whatever, you know, watching our sons. I'm seeing some of my friends that I grew not grew up with, but just um, you know, that that I've hung out with uh since I moved here in Wichita and seeing their kids starting to play sports and everything. And, you know, it's just it's just crazy how life like is this big full circle. And I think I'm at I'm I'm really feel like I'm at my prime now because now like I'm still young enough to do things, you know. Obviously, I'm on the basketball court a lot. Yeah, um, I saw so I'm still young enough to I do. Saw, I saw you in the black Chicago, uh, the the Chicago shorts with the hey. looking like you doing. You see uh, the shoes? I didn't see the shoes. What was the shoes? Oh, hold on, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me Matter of fact, I don't even, bro. I don't even. I don't even know where I just started wearing Puma for Nike for basketball, but Puma <laughs> basketball shoes are pretty tough, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Those are Scoot Henderson shoes. Those are whose shoes? Scoot Henderson. Oh, really? All the green mm-hmm. joints. Okay. Yeah. You know, you he know, got a, a Portland colorway out, but still. You know, you know what you remind me of in this, in this picture? You remember the old? Uh, it was like round two thousand two. They had the basketball commercial where they're the they're, they're, they're like to the beat of the ball dribbling. And they like pass it to the next dude, and he was doing all these yeah. things. Like that's what th- that's what that looks like. That's like an action show. Like you would, like he was recreating that joint, right? Oh, that was such a great. That that's how. A- that's how. Yeah, that was a commercial that. Uh, that was a commercial where Aaron One figured out that they was in trouble because Nike was fighting back. Yeah, yeah, that you was remember a that. Aaron One had the basketball fan by storm. Like Nike on no part of street ball or that type of crazy dribbling, and the next thing you know, you see AI, and then them niggas put Jada Kiss. Or Reebok put Jada Kiss in a in a, in a commercial with Nike with uh Reebok or with Allen Iverson. So, uh, I was rocking heavy with Anne. I was rocking heavy with Anne once. I had ran into Spider and the professor in Vegas, uh, and I was and I went out like the next day and got me some Anne one because they were like selling Anne ones like Walmart, right? And I had a basketball tournament. Yeah. Uh, it was like a work basketball tournament, and we had won the year before. So we had we had won like cash. We had won like uh, it was a three on three. So I won like three hundred. Like we won all of us like won about three hundred bucks a pop. So I was like, you know, for yeah. a day, I was like, okay. So we ran it back, and we playing, and like game one, I I cut on the baseline and I plant my foot, and them joints it, 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 Zion. It, Zion. I was like, ah. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I was like, so I was like, nah, I know what Steph felt like. Steph Marbury feel like. That was right after the, that was not too Well, long. remember, remember when Stephon Marbury uh, broke his foot in those? Yeah. Remember that when yeah. he um, when he when he signed with them, and that was the big thing. And he finally debuted him on a big stage. His new shoe, signature shoe, with Air One breaks his foot, bro. <laughs> like, the stock just went. Poo. I'll yep. tell, tell you what, as much as I love them shoes, I wasn't hooping in on air one. So. No, I hooped, I hooped I, dude, I was, I felt like I was sponsored, you feel me? I had the and one, blue and black, you know, big old cut, like with the cut off arms, and it had the blue, yeah. I still got the blue and black shorts somewhere, uh, somewhere in my, in my <laughs> to this day, they were huge, I can still wear them, you know, fit almost 20, uh, almost, yeah, about 18 years later, so it was crazy, but I used yeah. to steal this one particular pair from Chef all the time. He had this like <laughs> blue because the, the baggy shorts, like the baggy shorts, were in at that point. 
Yeah. And uh, Saul would go to take him from Shep. He was like a blue and silver pair with the little and one logo dude dribbling on it or something or like that. Yeah. I used to. Yeah. I, I used the to Carolina blue. Through. Yeah. Yeah, I used to take those in his Florida State shorts. Like <laughs> <laughs> you evil. Those were my two favorite. Those were my two shorts right there. Oh, Shit, my Florida too. State shorts. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Oh snap! Oh man, that's crazy. Um, man, uh. As far as me, I, I, my summer, I just, uh, yeah, just big, big change for me was just, uh, I mean, there's two things. They finally broke ground on the, on the house. So they're getting their framing for the foundation. So that's a big load off the shoulders right there. And then, uh, getting Trey, uh, getting Trey off to, uh, to college. So that was, that's crazy. Uh, though I got, I was, I was telling, uh, I was telling Shep, uh, when we're doing the, the thing, I got, I got, I got sick. I finally, three years later, finally caught up. And that that COVID monster finally got me, and uh, that was the same weekend that he was going away, so I couldn't see him off. So that that's that still stings a bit. Still stings a bit. I was able to see him off. Uh, he had his going away brunch in um, that Sunday, uh, and and I, I knew I was sick. I I wasn't didn't test positive until that Monday. Um, but yeah, it was it was I was down for the count I'm just, and so but he's doing good out there um we, we uh, it's, it's it's hard uh, like i say it hit me this couple of weeks ago once when he was gone and then you know football kicked in and there was like i had nothing to do uh <laughs> had nowhere to go i was just like this this just suck i have first time and for uh, forever i had a thursday friday saturday just free where i'm just kind of like i don't know what to do with myself so uh, but it's, I'm getting used to the new money. You thought of random football games? You said what? At all? Have you thought about going to like random high school football oh, yeah. games? Because when Darius yeah. stopped playing, I was like, all right, I think I'm going to go to Northwest versus <laughs> you know, Bishop Carroll or something like that. Yeah, no, I've been, because uh, there's a couple in the area, uh, in Middle Oakland High School, they got a four-star receiver I wanted to check out. Um uh, Waxahachie is uh, their team is really good, uh, so I want to check them out. I'm, I'm probably going to go to the the rivalry game for Trinity uh, against Bell. Uh, that was like a college. That was like a that was. Although I might because they're going to Trinity should be the away team this year. I, I don't want to be on the metal belief, so I might just watch that one from home. But I'm going to go to a couple of Trinity games just to, just to root them on. But I'm gonna, I'm going to spend a lot of time here in Waxahachie because I got uh, the stadium's like literally in my almost in my backyard, you know, essentially it's like, it's less okay. a mile or, mile or two away. So it'd be dumb for me not to go. Um, so, um, and, 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 uh, Elijah's girlfriend's brother was a sophomore, uh, sophomore, I think on varsity. So uh, I know Jen and I said we were going to go to go support. So, um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to check, we're going to check some games up, but it's just, again, like I said, it's just different, bro. It's, 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 um, was Trey at Baylor? No, Trey's out, and he's going to a Bible college out in Colorado. So he's just he's just east, no west of Colorado of uh, Colorado Springs. So um, what? He's just, just oh, he got some scenery out there. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he said he sent uh, he sent a picture to the uh, the group chat with me and my parents and Dez, and uh, he sent a picture of the mountains. It, lo- it looks gorgeous out there. Uh, so, um, and I know what's just crazy is my my homie, uh, my buddy Lamont, his nephew uh, is going to uh, he's a quarterback in Cali uh, for uh, for Poly. Uh, he's gonna be. He's going to go to Colorado State. So, um, for Long Beach Poly. Long Beach Poly, yeah. Uh, Darius. Whoa. Darius Curry. Uh, he's one of the top uh, five quarterbacks in California. So he's going to Colorado State. And uh, oh, Steph's nephew. <laughs> no, it's I'm not. just kidding. I don't know. I'm just it's starting rumors and shit. But yeah. <laughs> <he's> stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's gonna be like, what? What's this rumor that? Somebody, stuff? somebody you say yeah. <laughs> No, no, uh, but uh, he's uh, he's doing he's doing his his nephew is is balling out in California, and so, um, but I know I'm he's gonna be going out there. So I told him what you know I'll probably link up with him and go out there, and then I'm gonna go out and visit Trey and go see again. I want to see that Colorado, especially with Dion out there. I want to see Colorado. I want to see. I want to go see a Colorado game. But that air, but that altitude ain't no joke. Like he trade one of the, like when the first it almost week killed two, me. He got he got. You said <laughs> for real? It almost killed me. Yeah, three years ago when I went out there, we went higher than uh, we went to this place called Frisco, Colorado, which is way above sea level. Like it's like two thousand feet up. Uh huh. Um, and because I didn't know this at the time, but the heart condition that I had, or you know that that inflammation and stuff like that, well, it makes it worse up there. Yeah, so I could not breathe. My oxygen levels was like at fifty. Yeah, yeah. So that's Ooh. yeah. That that is that's crazy. Yeah, that like, should almost. I had to carry an oxygen tank around for like the last two days of the trip. Wow. Keeping in my shit at all times, bro. Yeah, I look. I was Uncle E that day. <laughs> uh, listen, it's a real thing because like Trey, because he was, you know, we we told me, hey, get a couple of weeks to get acclimated. And this dude was like, you know, walking up hills and stuff and. Doing push-ups and he was just like, I'm, I, he, he, um, he almost like, I won't say he didn't fall out, but he was just very, like they were worried about him and he's like, he just had to go like he, like, they told him like take a day off of school and like rest and so like, he just basically slept because he had pushed himself. So he's doing much better now, but yeah, no, it's yeah, that it's a real thing. Get you. Yeah, that, that that's a, that ain't no you. joke. For real. So, but shout out to Trey. Like I said, I, I, I was super proud of him. He's doing really well out there. And his first taste of independence, um, yeah, that's that's that, that's what's been going on with me. Like I said, just been uh, been kicking it uh, and watching. Like I said, watching this this uh, this Ahsoka series. So this Ahsoka series been fire. I was telling Chef about it. So if you haven't watched Ahsoka, uh, get caught up on the uh, on the. Uh, there's a, a Screen Rant. Shout out to Screen Rant. They did a uh, 156 hours in 29 minutes of talking about animation because you have to you have to watch rebels and the animated before you can watch it so you can know what's going on but the first five episodes have been top tier so that's all i've been okay. doing like just working in uh that's the rosario dawson joint right yeah and it's been yeah. fire it's been fi- and mary mary uh mary elizabeth i can't forget what uh, her name is but she's very mar- she's married to you and gregor um she plays hera but she uh, uh yeah she you know she's doing a great job She's doing a great job. So, um, so that's that's been it. So, um, that's that's basically uh, basically it. Speaking of it, uh, 
We haven't hit this button in a minute. We'd like to thank y'all for tuning in to the Me and E Show. Back as we conclude episode 78 for either God for Chef Russell. I'm M. Jones. We appreciate y'all vibing with us. And of course, how we end all, all our episodes with. I gotta let this vibe because this is such a great song. Spread love. It's not only the Brooklyn way, but it's the human way. And of course, peace and humptiness forever. Episode 78 is in the books. We will catch y'all on the next episode. Be look on the lookout for the new uh our episode this weekend that we'll be dropping regarding the Bears and all things Chicago. Uh, Cubs, White Sox, Bulls. We'll see. But uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace.